Hi, this is Dr. William Renner. Thank you for joining us on this evidence-based uh, podcast. Uh, today, I'm here with Dr. Alan Safdie, uh, world-famous gastroenterologist and expert in nutrition. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, diet and exercise and why it doesn't work to prolong longevity. Alan, tell us about this. Well, it's a pretty provocative topic. Um, you know, we spend a fortune on exercise in this country, but we spend a fortune on healthcare. Currently, healthcare costs our country about $2 trillion a year. Um, what we need to do is take a lot of that wasted money we spend on healthcare and try to shift it to optimizing our environment. Um, and what I mean by optimizing our environment, and I've traveled the world and gone to a variety of countries, and a lot of them have as long or longer longevity than we do. And they don't have gyms, um, but they spend money on things like widening sidewalks. We want to plant trees. We want to clean up graffiti. We want safe places for people to walk. Uh, we want public transportation. We, we want physical activity as a whole to be part of our life and lifestyle, not going to the gym for 20 or 30 minutes. Um, we don't want people to go to the gym and work out for 30 minutes and then go have a fancy coffee that has more calories than they just consumed at the gym. Uh, it has to be an integral part of our lifestyle. Um, we've made fitness an industry, um, but we haven't made people healthier. Uh, well, we well, tell, us, tell us about one of those, but where's one of the places where people live longer, but really actually have uh, less money and, uh, you know, less, uh, uh, less, things that actual things they do instead of incorporating into their life. Yeah. I mean, if you go to Sardinia, I mean, they walk to the grocery store, they walk back and there's some pretty significant hefty hills there. Uh, they go out for walks all the time. They don't consider that exercise. They go out and they do gardening. Uh, if you go to, I spent time in Cuba as a medical ambassador uh, under a couple of administrations ago, but the people in Cuba, they have beautiful walking and biking and hiking trails there uh, in every city. And it's, you know, I would go out for a run and people would join me. They'd have to slow down quite a bit because I'm really slow nowadays. Uh, but, you know, it's part of their lifestyle. Um, Costa Rica, you know, the Seventh-day Adventists in this country, you know, we don't, we're spending a lot on our health care. Two trillion dollars is a lot of money to be spending on health care without incorporating healthy dietary choices, not a diet, healthy dietary choices that don't end. Uh, you want a walkable community, and that's what these, all these places that, um, you know, when you look at the National Geographic studies for places that live longer, they're walkable communities. Uh, I want people to walk to the grocery store. I want them to be able to walk back to dinner, even if it's a ways away. Um, so we need this. And exercise, we can talk about some of the benefits, you know, of exercise. And there's tremendous benefits of exercise uh, that, you know, we need to talk about that we forget. I mean, we forget all these benefits. You know, which do you think is better, Bill, endurance exercise or resistance exercise? Um, I would say endurance myself. Right. Um, cause that's the things you can do for a long time. Endurance exercise, such as biking or running or walking, 
appears in some studies, and there was a study that was published in the Journal of Applied uh, Physiology, uh, that that you know endurance type exercise was more beneficial to human health than resistance exercise. I'm not saying you shouldn't do resistance exercise. There's four types of exercise everybody should be doing all the time. Um, you know, but these little mitochondria, which are, you know, imagine them, the engines are the powerhouse of our cells, you know, increased mitochondrial activity uh, occurs when these sustain, you know, long periods of exercise. Good metabolic health translates into a lot of things, not, not just a couple of things. One, you get released, and we can talk about it in a minute, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Um, improve blood sugar control, improve cholesterol, improve waist circumference. We don't want to just weigh people. We want to see what their waist circumference is. And then poor metabolic health, um, you know, by eating a lousy diet, by not getting this kind of endurance type exercise, you know, you have an increased risk of heart disease, increased risk of diabetes and strokes. So we want to focus on these things. Um, exercise, there was previous studies exercise can make you 10 years younger uh you won't look 10 years younger but physiologically younger uh, and there's studies to show you know the, the faster that you walked uh the longer you may live so walking you know for as little as two hours per week brings down the risk of all-cause mortality and it was significant and older people may reap stronger benefits people say i'm too old to start you know, in a previous study, participants age 60 or over had a 46% lower risk of death related to cardiovascular disease if they walked at an average pace um, for two hours per week. Um, and even better if they walked a little bit faster. So we need to be working on these things. And we'll do this in a couple, you know, the podcast on this will be in a couple sections because this is very long and I want people to understand this. But Exercise has so many numerous health benefits, and there's a graded relationship between exercise and the development of common chronic conditions. And I don't want people to think of exercise at the gym. 30 minutes at the gym isn't going to undo an unhealthy lifestyle. That's why I say diet and exercise don't work. A lifestyle does. Uh, we want to prevent diabetes. We want to prevent chronic lung disease, chronic kidney disease, some cancers. And you know, when I was mentioning before, there was a study that people in advanced age who exercise regularly are around 10 years younger in terms of motor skills. So not looking younger, but their motor skills were much better than those that had led a sedentary lifestyle. Uh, so we really need to be focusing on a lot of these things um, as exercise of potential therapy to treat cancers and prevent cancers. Um, and We'll talk in the next one about how it improves brain function. So as we get older, we want to think about how can we actually improve our brain function. Um, and it's not just going to the gym for a few minutes. All right, Alan, that was, that's a great start. Yeah. Listen, if you like our podcast, if you like evidence-based medicine, uh, please uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe to our channel and please tell your friends about our podcast. Our next, our next podcast is going to continue on this topic, diet and exercise, why they don't work. Thank you, Bill, and uh, stay safe.